0: When the ever given was stuck in the Suez, there are many different ways that people reacted and dealt with this significant world event. Marxists pointed out how crucial trade routes are to global capitalism, you know, a weak spot that strikes, for instance, and maybe insurrectionary acts could target. Liberals discussed ways to prevent a crisis like this, increase regulations in relation to global trade. And Q and honors, Saw it as a part of a global plot to fight against the Shadow Cabal. They argued, most of them did, that there was trafficked children on the boat owned by Hillary Clinton, and that the boat was sank to allow the military to intervene to rescue these trafficked children. One of the reasons they thought this was because the call sign of the ship was H3RC. And you can notice Hillary Clinton's name is. HRC, Hillary Rodham Clinton. They also noticed that the Secret Service code name for Hill Dog when she was first lady was also Evergreen, which I do have to say is a, a very funny coincidence. But there's this general compulsion within Anons, within people who subscribe to the, the Q Anon belief system, to bake every potential meaning in the world that exists to relate in some way to Q. The baking process is, of course, the process of interpreting, first off, Q-drops, but now that Q-drops have stops coming, just in general, interpreting world events as it relates to and incorporating into QAnon. We can see this in the general account of Q people's everyday lives as well. We can think of, like, you know, those in Texas, for instance, when it snowed, who baked the idea that the snow was, in fact, a part of the Bill Gates, you know, shadow cabal conspiracy to poison the population because the snow didn't melt when it was set on fire. Q people obviously not knowing what sublimation is, not understanding that water or ice turns to steam when it gets really hot. It's very clear that they obviously have not read the communist manifesto. But there's this general compulsion within Q people to weave all possible meanings, all possible signs that can be made to make them center around Q and relate to Q in some way. And in this episode of the pod, I'll be talking about how that relates to the Deleuze guitarian idea of the regime of science, as it's articulated in A Thousand Plateaus, or the despotic social formation, as well as it relates to Anthe There is importantly a noticeable similarity, as Deleuze and Guitari point out, in this phenomena of baking. Um, To a paranoid delusion, literally. You know, the noise outside of your house is a meaning that can be made sense of, but most decide to make nothing out of it. But if someone is experiencing, like, paranoic symptoms, they might say, well, oh, that's a part of the government conspiracy to survey me and analyze me. Um, You know, the spider bite on your neck, that's in a very similar location to the spider bite on your friend's neck, that happened immediately after you both investigated a conspiracy theory about a government, can, of course, as a detail, be ignored. You would say, well, that's a meaningless similarity or connection. Um, I'm not going to think about that. Or, of course, you could connect it to a broader, more significant set of meanings. We essentially come into a world of signs, which, before even attempting to make sense of, they already exist. These sort of similarities, these phenomena, that can be made sense of, but have, in their original formation, not really been meaningfully made sense of. In a certain way, uh, Claude Levi-Strauss, who, not to be confused with the guy who makes the genes, different guy, um, refers to this as a floating signifier. So the world begins to signify things, begins to create signs, before you have any chance to make sense of these signs. You can ignore them, you can discard them. You cannot think about them, or you can connect them to, let's say, like minor things. So you hear something outside of your um, window, and you say, like, "Oh well, I heard that there was like raccoons around my neighborhood, so it's probably the raccoons." Or, of course, you could connect them to the global shadow cabal conspiracy to survey you and tap your phones. You know, and and that is the sort of the paranoid compulsion to take all of these signs, these floating signs and mesh them together to connect them all and make sense of them through like a single lens, so to speak. A part of the crossover here between QAnon and sort of explicitly paranoic behavior is not a surprise. It's not a metaphor. It is literal. Um, Q sucks in many people who are mentally unwell and are in need of help, um, who instead of receiving that help, Um, are alienated from their surroundings even more by thinking through the lens of QAnon. Just as examples, uh, a woman was arrested and charged in Colorado with conspiracy to commit second-degree kidnapping of one of her children who had been removed from her custody. She was absolutely pilled. She was a part of QAnon, or she believed in it, and she thought that she was saving her kid from evil Satan worshippers and pedophiles who were taking her through family court. That was her belief. Uh, another woman in uh, Waco, Texas, actually, rammed into another vehicle and tried to, to kill the person in the vehicle um, because, and sh- as she reported to police officers that arrested her, that she hit a pedophile and she was trying to save some woman who she thought, I think she saw in the back, some child who she, for some reason, thought was being child trafficked. She didn't know this woman. I mean, these are just, like, examples. There are many examples of this. I just came across a subreddit, QAnon Casualties, that goes over a lot of this. Um, just specific instances of people getting sucked into QAnon. I mean, either, you know, like, ending their own lives, causing harm to people around them, alienating themselves, etc. QAnon stands in as what Deleuze and Guattari refer to as a despotic signifier. You can also think of the Lacanian uh, conception of a master signifier. So it's a a sign that is at the center of a massive web of other signs that necessarily point towards this sign for their understanding, to contextualize them. The regime of signs, or the despotic signifier, in the deluso guattarian sense, decontextualizes all meanings, all signs, and recontextualizes them into a relationship with the despotic signifier. So So... These, these meanings signify, or you know, create a meaning, or project a meaning onto all signs, or you know, motes of meaning, I guess, that um, can be made sense of, that can be plugged into. As I said before, you can simply reject or not notice, or not attempt to make sense of, particularly these floating signifiers, and you know move along with your life. It can simply be the case that, for whatever reason, the ever given went through an unfortunate accident, which has now caused a problem in global commerce temporarily, and that's why your Roomba hasn't hasn't made it yet. But one can instead connect that to a despotic signifier and its concomitant signs that have been weaved around it to make sense of it, as as Q people do, to the largest extent. This is obviously not a new phenomenon, even if it is very perfectly represented in something like Q and I it really begins with the emergence of the state. It's, it's more so that QAnon and the QAnon baking process is a newer form of the regime of science and, and interestingly comes about from a segmented section of society. A lot of this relates to the creation of the internet, um, where, where meaning making and meaning creation um, can be spread globally because QAnon is, and, and a lot of the conspiracy theories related to QAnon, are, like, global, but do not necessarily take hold with an entire society. As Deleuze and Guitar explain, Robert Lowry describes how crow and hoppy men react differently when their wives cheat on them. The crow are nomadic hunters and the hoppy sedentaries, with an imperial tradition. A crow Indian whose wife has cheated on him slashes her face, whereas the hoppy, who has fallen victim to the same misfortune, without losing his calm, withdraws, and prays for drought and famine to descend on the village. It is easy to see where the paranoia resides, the despotic element or signifying regime, or again, as Levi-Strauss says, the bigotry. So, the, the non-state indigenous person, the, the, the man of the Crow Society, uh, makes nothing of his wife cheating on him. He reacts, let's say, emotionally. says that it doesn't say that it's a part of a, a, a broader phenomenon. While the Hoppy man, who, according to Duzingatari, that society had an imperial tradition with the state society, he necessarily relates that event to some broader meaning, some broader regime of science that, that, um, in this case, relates to the gods, let's say. Continuing with the quote, In effect, for a Hoppy, everything is connected. A social disturbance or a domestic incident calls into question the system of the universe the levels of which are united by multiple correspondences. A a disruption on one plane is only intelligible and morally tolerable as a projection of other disruptions involving other levels. The Hopi jumped from one circle to another, or from one sign to another, on a different spiral. One leaves the village or the city only to return. There is a distinction between circles because, although all signs refer to each other only to the extent that they are deterritorialized oriented towards the same center of significance distributed through an amorphous continuum they have different speeds of deterritorialization so i mean that's probably confusing but uh what's important to take from that is that the regime of signs takes the floating signifier as i said the sign that exists by itself or the sign that exists in its let's say organic context that it happens the wife cheating on the individual and deterritorializes it so it It decontextualizes it, removes it from that original context. After this, it overcodes it or over-contextualizes it and by integrating it into the despotic regime of science. That event must in some way relate to the king, god, the institution of private property, let's say, these different circles of significance or meaning. Another obvious example of this is, you know, the the crops fail one year, and it's like, well, The reason that this happened is that there weren't enough human sacrifices. So we need to do more of those. This is absolutely connecting this to a despotic signifier. And that despotic signifier relates to, let's say, the god of fertility. And there are different circles of significance. These circles essentially concern a different set of signs. You have, you know, god, let's say the king, civilization, etc. Continuing the quote, moreover. The distribution of these thresholds and circles changes according to the case. Deception is fundamental to the system. Jumping from circle to circle, always moving the scene, playing it out somewhere else, such as the hysteric operation of the deceiver as subject, answering to the paranoid operation of the despot installed in his center of significance. The question, so the question for the hoppy, in terms of making sense of his you know, bitch wife who cheated on him, is of what circle of significance to place this sign? Is it the gods who have forsaken him? Can he handle this dispute through them, through praying to them? Does he have to worry about his crops? Is it a bad omen? Has he gone against the king? These sort of issues have a very clear presence in the layman representation of, like, European feudalism, for instance, that every event is a bad omen, you know, the the pre-scientific society which Deleuze and Guattari say is not simply, you know, before one has invented science. It merely relates to the despotic regime of science, which, you know, ironically, science exists and can absolutely exist alongside the despotic regime of science, for Deleuze and Guattari. So, in this sense, it's the case that one's wife cheating on them isn't really about one's relationship to their wife, how she feels about you, you know, it's about something far grander than that. So it's deterritorialized from its original position, its original context, and re-territorialized into the circles of the regimes of science. The the sort of the hysteric operation that is mentioned related to this is finding which circle one must place the sign in to make sense of it. And when one has meaningfully placed the sign into its proper circle, the circle of significance of the regime of science expands allows for even more events to be made sense of through it. QAnon is built on an ethos of different conspiracy theories that you can think of as a significant set of these circles for their regime of science. As just examples like the anti-Semitic conspiracy related to blood libel, the death of JFK, even JFK Jr. as well, the idea of the Great Reset, you know, the idea of the Rothschilds or George Soros calling the shots behind the scenes, organizing Black Lives Matter protests, the idea that COVID was planned, let's say, these, these types of things. The, the baking process is placing signs, world events, even individuals' events, within these circles of significance. And this is like a hysterical process. There is, there's an example, I played this in my The Stars Down to Earth episode, which was a, a QAnon episode related to um, Adorno and Horkheimer. Uh the clip of Crystal Teeny who's this Instagram influencer became a QAnon person where she had gotten coronavirus but the way that she interpreted that cuz she didn't think it was real or she didn't think it mattered or whatever is that the reason she was feeling sick was because she was close to 5G and her symptoms got slightly better when she tried to shield herself from that 5G. You know these are these are signs in one's real life Their their phenomenal world that they are only able to make sense of when weaved into these absurd conspiracy theories. To continue the quote from before, the Deleuze and Guattari quote, the signifying regime is not simply faced with the task of organizing into circles emitted from every direction. It must constantly assure the expansion of the circle or spiral. It must provide the center with more signifier to overcome the entropy inherent in the system and to make new circles blossom or replenish the old so a part of the paranoia and hysteria connected to weaving signs into the re- despotic regime of science is the entropy of the system so slowly if nothing is done to the regime of science it falls away it's no longer overcoded so the, the signs of the worlds the things that can be interpreted made sense of simply go to other regimes or forms of science and and as a result of this entropy, it must be compensated by a rapid and continuous weaving, creating of new circles of significance that relate to it, a, a repairing of old circles. You know, a bourgeois society in the 19th century sees the circle of society itself pop up, the protection of society, the administration of society, the defense of society, etc. To continue the quote again, thus a secondary mechanism in the terms of significance, which is not a typo, but like signifying and s- is necessary. Interpretance, or interpretation. This time, the signifier assumes a new figure. A portion of signified is made to correspond to a sign or group of signs for which that signified has been deemed suitable, thus making it knowable. So as an example, Crystal Teeny makes her, her sickness knowable to her by embedding it within the circle of Um, the regime of science related to covid denial and let's say uh, 5g and how how, according to her 5g is being used to you know uh, make people sick or whatever the interpretive priest the seer is one of the despot god's bureaucrats a new aspect of deception arises the deception of the priest interpretation is carried to infinity and never encounters anything to interpret that is not already itself an interpretation so the interpretive priest is the one tasked with connecting and making sense of new events by integrating them into the regime of signs. They attempt to ensure that literally nothing is knowable, so no sign exists except through the regime of signs, and, and the particular regime of signs that the priest is associated with. This is really the job of the bakers in QAnon. They desperately, continually weave new events into the Q worldview leaving no stone unturned, giving all the anons a certified method of making sense of the world as it connects to Q. You make as many aspects of one's life knowable as possible through Q And th- and of course, this can be catastrophic in particular instances. So the point of Q, really, at, at the level of the significance of the baking process, is to make one literally unable to see the world and the phenomena around them, except through it. We can think of a recent case where a mother killed her three children because she thought they were going to get sex trafficked by the shadow cabal. I mean, you know, it genuinely, it alienates people from the real world. I mean, it's a, it's a systemic issue that relates to, like, people being generally mentally unwell as a result of, of, of a multitude of things, um, poverty being the, the primary issue. This, and the examples I gave before of uh, child abduction by estranged parents who are convinced their kids are being sex trafficked by family court, is an example of QAnon working as a regime of science. This is the tendency of the regime of science. It's a move towards interpreting literally everything. Everything must be knowable through this regime of science. A fight against entropy. And it sucks people in. Especially given the fact that QAnon is not a universal as a despotic regime of science it is a very particular phenomena that it only is applied and and only sucks in a segment of society thankfully it's only a segment so in a lot of cases these people are alienated the people who become pilled from their friends and family unable to talk to them about anything you know um you're like oh well i'm going to get the vaccine cuz it's going to i i want to be able to work and then they respond like that's gonna put microchips in your blood. You're you're as a result, you're becoming like a a, a Bill Gates shill. Soon I'm sure they'll replace you and then they'll be a clone of you. I don't know, maybe maybe you're a clone now. You know, it's like it's talking to someone in a different dimension. The the interspersed nature of QAnon within society is surely, in a certain sense, what it must be like for for different like significant and entirely unique world religions to interact, which is just a, it's an entirely different understanding. It it's it, it's it's very bizarre as a phenomenon, um, and and of course is a product of globalization and the the paradoxical interconnectedness that is a result of like let's say the internet. That interconnectedness means that you know you your pilled aunt or whatever or onto is has the capacity to become pilled, reads a bunch of articles, gets sucked in, and then you talk to them, and it's like they're in a different world. An example of the Q interpretive process can be seen with the recent death of Prince Philip. So the Q people hate the royal family usually. That'll probably okay, do it for the uh, main episode, well, just so I can... but we can. I will move on to finish the rest of this discussion on my the premium, which can be accessed on patreon.com slash for $2 a month. It's a steal, folks. $2 a month. Thank you to uh, Please Don't Fire Us and Sierra for um, supporting me on Patreon as well.